One of the first things about learning how to manage your own flow is to recognize it. Okay, and once we can recognize it, even on the smallest state as well as the intense states, we can kind of recognize when we get in of it and when we get out of it. So, when can you recall when your strongest flow experience was? Like where, where were you, and what were you doing? I was in climbing in Yosemite, and it was this. Um, it, it's just a small. It wasn't. It's not like you know how there's huge big walls there. It was actually on one of the smaller cliffs, but um, it was up this corner, so the, the rock formed a um, right angle, and um, that sort of climbing is really interesting because instead of like using your hands and feet to like you know, um, like with your hands instead of gripping onto like handholds, you basically just have to like push against each side of the opposing walls. So you just put your hand flat against the rock. And there's no like features like to put your hand, hands and feet to aim on. So you basically just have to only listen to your body position. You can't really let the rock guide you so much. Like you're not like, oh, I'll reach that hold and then I'll reach this hold kind of thing. You're like, you just have to do exactly what's right for the for that next bit of upward movement. Um, so yeah, it was it was just doing that that particular route. Um, and there was this particular moment at the top where it, it was just like classic flow state experience. You know, where it was just it was like really intense. And it was just it was just like complete focus like on every next little movement. Like it was like really physical the climbing as well. Like it, like you really had to like use your whole core to like stay in this like corner of the rock. And I just remember like just like the breathing intensified as like each movement and it was just I don't know. It was funny, though, because sometimes when I've been in flow, it was like, I'll finish that little piece of rock, and I can't remember, like, anything about what I did. You know, I, when I get down, because often with climbers, someone will say, like, oh, how did you do it? Like, where did you put your foot? Which right, did you get the right hand or the left hand? And, like, sometimes when I have those flow moments, I'm like, oh, well, I'm really sorry, but I just, I just don't know, like, what I did. I just did something. But whereas with this, it was kind of like every time I put a foot on the rock, I could like see like all the little features of the rock, if you know what I mean. Like it was like every foot was exact, went exactly where it was supposed to go kind of thing. Mm. And how about time? Did time kind of exist at that stage or uh, do you feel like everything slowed down or was very fast or? I, it, I think it almost slowed down, yeah. I think it slowed down if anything. Because of, I, I've got, like, vivid memories of, like, my foot just, like, going, like, in slow motion. Because there was so much detail, it felt like slow motion almost, if you know what I mean. It just feels different, and it's not clear whether that's, whether it's actually the time that feels different or not. Just and what, what feels different? What do you know feels different? I, I don't know, just, like, the vividness of everything, I'd say. And just being like completely in that little pocket of time and space, you know, like that that little piece of rock is like the only thing that's there, you know. And did you feel connected with the rock or did you f still feel like it was a mountain and you were 
kind of climbing it um or did you feel it was it was almost like you an extension of the rock i don't know whether it goes far to say as i felt like as an extension of the rock um one thing that i think does happen with climbing is um because a lot of the time i mean this is a strange example because because of the style of the climbing but a lot of the time uh, there's like specific movements like right foot like it's like walking it's like right foot left foot or like right hand left hand right hand again and then there's also it's also binary in the sense that like you either do a route or you don't do it but in flow state it feels like uh, that those movements aren't they aren't like divided into moves anymore there's no difference between the body moving in one movement to the, it's not like you're moving from one movement to the next movement it's all just one complete movement so like in that corner it was like I was moving up and it wasn't like this awkward like right left that kind of thing it was like it was all just one fluid motion of the rock so I think it's more like that really that yeah. it's like the rock doesn't like provide this sort of like challenge that's very much black and white like I did that move or I didn't or I did that piece if I did that route or not and in the same sense it's like it's very much linked to this idea of like success failure goal and everything and I've always found that like when I'm in that flow I totally let go of that desire to like succeed and to do the route it's just that I'm I'm just so focused on just the next move and the next bit of climbing that in my head, you know, when I start the route, I'm like, okay, come on, like, you can do it. Like, you know, all that positive thinking that's running through your head or, like, if you're having a negative day, it might be like, oh, you feel like shit, just give it your best shot anyway. Whereas, like, when you're in flow, all of that, like, ideas about yourself versus the rock kind of thing just fall away. And so usually if I, in that flow... And I, but I still fall off, and I sort of, and I fail. Um, I usually don't care because I'm. I know that I was climbing my absolute best because I was in that state, and so I just. It just doesn't bother me that that I failed because what more could I have wanted from that experience? Nothing because I'm just doing my best. So and that's why I love. I love it so much. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that that um, particular route or climb you were talking about, what happened just beforehand, before you got into that kind of rhythm and state of flow? Um, How were you feeling and what were you thinking or what were you focused on? There never seems to be a correlation between my thoughts and feelings and then like how I access flow. Because I've accessed flow on like really bad days of climbing where my thoughts have been totally negative and I'm really underconfident. But then just something, just something about the climb that I'm doing just like forces me into it. Um, and then I can have good days and I just, I just can't access it for some reason. So when you look back at your, maybe not that day, but on lots of other days... What's kind of a defining characteristic that you feel helps to get you into that rhythm? Or for you, is it completely random? Yeah, I find it much easier. I mean, that's why I, I totally agree with this, like, skills meets challenge idea. Because I, I really think that, like, the route has to be quite hard for me. 
to access flow. Sometimes I can access flow on easier ground. It's a bit like when you're driving a car, you know, you, and, and often there'll be other thoughts, thoughts going through my head, so it's, it's not as intense experience, but it's the sort of thing where I'm just like moving up the rock and I might get to the top and not really remember anything about the climb. And actually I was thinking about something completely different. And so that's when my challenge is way above, sorry, the, the challenge is way below my skill set. Um, but I am not as good at harnessing that. Like I, I watch other people climb and they climb much better than me on easy ground. Um, I'm, I tend to let my thoughts, um, my internal dialogue stop me from reaching flow on easy terrain. And that's something I um, want to work on. Um, but with regard to to when I most experience intense flow, it's it's been on hard routes, on hard on hard rock climbs, and and that's the thing. It's like with rock climbing because it's just it's like it's the natural rock, you know. It's no one made it, no one designed it, and so really, it's just sort of chance whether that meets your skill set or not. Do you see what I mean? So there might be on a particular rock route, I might be in flow, but then I might get to a section where I just can't reach between holds, like I'm not tall enough or strong enough or whatever, and then I'll just fail, like I'll snap out flow, like the challenge became too hard for me. Um, so really, I feel like it's the rock that forces me into flow because it just so happens that the rock the way the holds are, the way my body moves, it just fits with the rock. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Because with diff obviously different sports, it's climbers may be quite different to other sports, like conventional sports at least. Um, yes and no. I mean, I like everything you've said. I completely identify with it, with tennis, with surfing, you know, with kite surfing, um, you know, big waves. And um, that that challenge needs to be there, you know, for me yeah. and for lots of others, that difficulty. And if suddenly a massive set comes out the back, you know, and I can click out of flow, you know, and uh, and for me, you know, I know why the conscious comes in and, it, and the, the mind-body connection get severed and and then and so so starts a cycle of doubt instead of trust and um my my experience isn't experiencing with my senses and and the wave or the rock for you it's kind of more in my brain um and cognitive kind of ability so no absolutely everything you said yeah. kind of echoes so much of of you know what we know about flow sure because yeah, often what happens in climbing is that you get to a point where you can rest and you can you can think and so you'll like look at the rock ahead and you'll like problem solve your way through it even before you do it and I think one of the keys to climbing well is to like in that restful position consciously have like a plan and like problem solve but then as soon as you start climbing try and switch into that unconscious state, you know, which you're talking about, which is really where you let your body take control and you use your subconscious mind. 
but you sort of have to remember a little bit about what your conscious mind was telling you to do. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And the brain doesn't recognize the difference between something we do and something we imagine. Okay, like there's lots of studies there of weightlifters where, you know, they get a group who weightlift, they get a group who imagine they weightlift, and they get a group who do nothing. And the group that weightlift and who imagine they weightlift, their muscle mass grows. Okay, mm. and, um, and there's lots and lots and lots of studies. And basically the mind, when we visualize it, we're training our, yeah. we're training our brains. So if we're visualizing a, a fall, we're training our mm-hmm. brains to fall. If we're visualizing a, a successful climb, we're training mm-hmm. our brains to do exactly that. So it's almost essential that we give the brain that blueprint and that vision mm-hmm. for it to do. But then what happens is when we're actually doing it, we need that high bandwidth in order to, to, to do it. But as soon as we allow that conscious to come back in, we're operating at a small, thin bandwidth again, which often isn't okay. enough to actually complete that section or whatever. Flow happens in a cycle, okay? So it's not a, 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 an on switch and an off switch, it's a cycle. So the first stage is we go through a state of struggle, and then we find our release valve, then we hit flow, and then we, when we recover. So when you're climbing, you might have to do section by section by section. So you do a section, you know, then you kind of hit that recovery stage where you, right, I'm going to absorb energy and I'm going to look at my next section and map it out and and consciously kind of adjust, if you like. Or what I I kind of call it is conscious calibration. Okay. Um, So we, we, in that recovery stage, we might do lots of different calibrations in order to to find our ideal path.